0: Okay, Brooke, I'm going to brag for a second. Okay. I did gymnastics as a kid, and I had the best cartwheel on the balance beam of anyone in my class. Oh, my God. Were you the only one in the class? (laughs) Okay. Wow. (sighs) (sighs) If your friends can't keep you humble, who can? I mean... (laughs) I was not the only one in the class, but... My Olympic dreams were crushed when my family made us all move to Maryland. Oh, that's too bad. I mean, listen,
1: if you would have stuck with it, you could have been the greatest of all time, like Simone Biles.
0: (laughs) Okay, no one can be Simone Biles except Simone Biles. Yeah, okay, that's true.
1: And that seems to be what Simone has recognized in herself this week. Because listen, Simone's got to be Simone.
0: Yeah, her surprise exit from the Olympics women's team final and individual all around this week for mental health reasons has sent shockwaves around the world. Yeah, and honestly, it's an issue whose time has come. Mm -hmm. And just like the goat
1: she is, Simone is breaking new ground in the sports world and finally putting her own mental health first.
0: Of course, there are a lot of people applauding her decision. And then we have others who are calling this the end of an era. But that means it may be the beginning of a
1: new era, too.
0: Yeah. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skinner Williams.
1: And I'm Brooke Sifrin. It's Wednesday, July 28th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily.
0: so it's tuesday night in tokyo and all eyes are on the olympics gymnastics center simone biles walks onto the mat at one end of the room and at the other end is the vault
1: yeah so she has to run up to it as fast as she can hit the springboard and do a round off back handspring onto the vault and fling herself into the air and that's the easy
0: part yeah, the real trick is what she does when she's in the air. It's a move called an aminar, and it's one of the most difficult vault combinations in gymnastics. She's supposed to twist two and a half times before she lands. So Simone stands
1: there in her red, white, and blue sequin leotard, a ribbon around her ponytail, sizing up the vault in front of her. She looks up at the bleachers, takes a breath, and starts to
0: run. She does the round-off back handspring onto and off of the vault, twists and turns in the air, and then lands, hard. She lands so hard she has to catch herself from falling. And when she looks at the camera, her face says it all.
2: I was trying a two and a half, and I ended up doing a one and a half, just got a little bit lost in the air.
0: So she didn't do the full Aminar and ended up with the lowest vault score of her Olympics career.
1: Yeah. And after that vault, she was talking with one of her trainers, and then all of a sudden she just left the gymnastics floor, and no one really knew what was going on until there was an announcement that she was out because of an injury. So the U.S. women's gymnastics team had to compete basically without their star, who is Simone. Simone. And they did, and they put out some amazing performances, and they actually won the silver.
0: Mm -hmm. And then later that day, it was revealed that Simone withdrew, not because of a physical injury, but because of her mental health.
2: I just felt like it would be a little bit better to take a backseat, work on my mindfulness, and I knew that the girls would do an absolutely great job. And I didn't want to risk the team a medal for uh, kind of my screw-ups because they've worked way too hard for that, so... I just decided that those girls need to go in and do the rest of the competition.
1: And this morning, Simone also withdrew from the women's gymnastics individual all-around competition, which is scheduled for tomorrow.
0: Yeah. So as we all know, the Olympics comes around every couple of years. And every time it feels like there's always one athlete the whole country is watching, Mm -hmm. like Michael Phelps, the swimmer or sprinter Usain Bolt. Yeah. And this year it's Simone Biles. She's 24 years old and a gymnast who vaulted her way to stardom back in the 2016 Summer Olympics.
1: Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people refer to Simone as the GOAT. I mean, she truly is the greatest gymnast of all time. Mm -hmm. She has four gymnastics moves named after her. I mean, what more do you need? Yeah. (laughs) By 24 years old, I mean,
0: (laughs) I know. It's just mind boggling. God, what do we have? Nothing. We have an Ambi. That's true. Ride that to the top. But yeah, Simone's been doing gymnastics since she was six and began training professionally when she was eight. Yeah.
1: So in 2013, at just 16 years old, she was crowned the U.S. national all-around champion and won two gold medals at the world championships. And then by the time she was 19, she had won four gold medals at the 2016 Rio Olympics and had basically become the face of gymnastics pretty much all over the world.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that instant fame, of course, came with public scrutiny yeah. And an intense pressure she never anticipated. And Simone is no stranger to struggle. She was in foster care until her grandparents adopted her and her sister. Her biological yeah. mom has had issues with substance abuse. I mean, her brother was arrested for a triple murder yeah. and was eventually acquitted in June. And she's spoken openly about her struggle with ADHD after some of her medical records were leaked in 2016. Ugh.
1: Yeah. And so after the Rio Olympics were over, many people know there was a huge sexual abuse scandal that mm-hmm. pretty much rocked the U.S. gymnastics. World. So, former national medical coordinator Larry Nasser was accused of sexually assaulting hundreds of gymnasts. Yeah. And in 2018, Simone released a statement on Twitter confirming that he had sexually assaulted her too. And this reportedly threw Simone into a depression, as it would anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't go quietly. She also accused the U.S. gymnastics organization of covering
0: up Nasser's abuse. Yeah. I mean, which is very problematic, obviously. Yeah. And there's been talk that Simone felt like she couldn't retire, that Mm -hmm. she felt she was obligated to keep competing so that she could keep that pressure on U.S. gymnastics to make those changes that they promised to keep young women safe. So something like this never happens again.
1: Right. And I mean, you have to add to this the pressure of being a young black public figure amidst the BLM protests and that whole movement last summer. Mm -hmm. Like that's a lot of pressure.
0: Yeah. I mean, Simone even said when the 2020 Olympics were postponed, she curled up in a corner of the locker room and cried. That is honestly so sad. Yeah. And,
1: you know, she did take her coach's advice and she took some time off. She bought and decorated a bigger house. She went on vacation with her boyfriend um, and she did return to competition in time to qualify for the Olympics this year.
0: Yeah. And so after the qualifying round on Sunday, Simone posted on Instagram saying that she felt like she had the weight of the world on her shoulders. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And almost instantly, other athletes like Michael Phelps, Ronda Rousey and Simone's former teammate, Allie Raisman, came to her defense.
1: Yeah. And, you know, all of this culminated with Simone pulling out of the team final on Tuesday. And she also says she had a little bit of the twisties while she was practicing on Tuesday morning. And the word twisties may sound super fun and
0: cute, But as we have learned, the twisties are none of those things. No, not at all. So twisties are when a gymnast is suddenly no longer able to do a twisting skill that she's been able to do thousands of times before. So basically, your brain loses track of where you are in the air and your body just doesn't cooperate. So you find out where the ground is when you're slamming into it. Yeah. I mean, some gymnasts have been paralyzed Mm.
1: when doing tricks because they ignored the twisties. And some say it can take weeks for the twisties to go away. It's also thought of as something like a physical manifestation of doubt. So a lot of times other athletes and things will call it like the yips, basically, where you get in your head. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge deal when you're doing crazy flips and turns and using your entire body. Like it's, It's really dangerous. And I think a lot of people forget that gymnastics really is a dangerous sport.
0: Yeah. The problem is that all these athletes make it look so easy while they're just flying in the air. Yes. And it's like, I'm sorry, you sitting there on your couch watching the Olympics and complaining could never do that.
1: Listen, I did a flip in the pool once and hit my
0: head and I've (laughs) never done one since. So I understand. You've got to listen to your body. I know. So when Simone withdrew from the Olympic team final because of her mental health, it wasn't just that she felt sad or didn't have it in her heart to compete. Mm -hmm. It's much bigger than that. If her brain isn't playing along with what her body knows how to do, she could possibly get seriously hurt.
2: Yeah, I say um, put mental health first because if you don't, then you're not going to enjoy your sport and you're not going to succeed as much as you want to. So it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are.
1: So Simone's decision to prioritize her mental health over athletic wins marks a huge shift for the way gymnastics has worked in the U.S. for decades. But honestly, like, where do you think we go from here? What happens now?
0: Yeah, well, Jade Carey, who placed ninth in qualifications, is going to be the one that takes Simone's place yeah. in the all-around tomorrow.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Simone has said she's still just taking it day by day. She did qualify for all four event finals, which start on Sunday Sunday. But, you know, it's still up in the air about whether or not she'll compete in those events.
0: Yeah. And you know how it goes (sighs) when something like this happens. Everyone has an opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, And there are people that are upset with Simone and I call them (laughs) non-Olympians. And they're calling her out for what they call quitting and calling it the end of an era.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's face it. People are cruel. They're ignorant. They have zero understanding of what it means to do what she does, Mm -hmm. including us. We have no idea. And we're on her side. Right. And, you know, if this is the end of an era, is that really a negative thing? Like, Mm -mm. maybe it's time for the start of a new era where athletes are prioritizing their well-being and mental health
0: over a win.
1: Like, if you're sitting on your couch and you're that worried about an Olympic gold medal, go out and get one yourself.
0: Yes. Get out there. Get (laughs) off that couch. You do a triple jump, whatever. And I want to see you come back and be like, oh, yeah, this is so easy. Exactly. I mean... I think we all can agree. Simone is the goat. We know it. She knows it.
1: Yeah. I mean, she has leotards with rhinestone goats on them. How much more proof do you need?
0: (laughs) I do love her Twitter emoji, the goat in a leotard doing splits in the air and, of course, wearing a gold medal.
1: Yeah. So Simone doesn't need to prove anything to
0: anyone. Preach. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies.
1: Listen to Rich and Daily on Amazon Music or on your Alexa-enabled device. Just ask, Alexa, play the Rich and Daily podcast.
0: And tell your friends we've got the hot gas.